This is BMI Redefined with Jin and Mo. Everybody, welcome back to BMI Redefined with Jen and Mo. Yay. Yay! So we are back again at your dining room table. Yes, we are. We are, and I have to say, I'm pretty impressed. By what? Well, you kept a goal this week of keeping it clear, and <laughs> yes. it is still uncluttered, and it's clear, and I can actually see the linen. On it. Yeah, the nice tablecloth. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. <laughs> so it looks nice. Well, I mean, that's what we talk about is when you're reaching toward a goal and you achieve that goal to kind of maintain or sustain after that. And that's what I'm trying to do with this. Well, it's it's really nice. I like it. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, you're welcome. So today, that's kind of what we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Today, we are talking about um, goals and planning. Uh, to achieve those goals and different strategies to implement those goals and processes about transformation, um, you know, goal setting really versus goal achieving. Can you talk about goal setting, difference between goal setting and goal achieving? Oh, absolutely. So goal setting is just actually that you're setting a goal, something you're going to do or something you want to attain. But then there's goal achieving, and that's where the strategy and the process comes into place. Mm-hmm. You know, so anybody can set goals. I can, we can set goals all day long. I <laughs> right. write them down on my scratch pad every day. Right, we do that. Uh-huh. And I think sometimes we get mixed up because we think that the strategy is the goal. Right. At least in my mind. <laughs> but we'll talk about that later. Yes. Um, so there's really a wonderful phrase. Can you say that? phrase? Yes. If you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. If you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. Yeah, that's true. Because there's no strategy or process involved. You haven't planned. Right. And the thing is, is that I like to plan, but I don't always implement that plan. Really? Yeah, shocker, huh? I know. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no comment. No comment. It's all good, man. But I know, I know, I know. But, you know, the thing is, is that in order to implement the plan, there there are things that we can do. And one of those things, which is what we want to talk about again, you know, today, are SMART goals. Right. S-M-A-R-T. And I'm sure everybody's heard of SMART goals. I mean, there are different types of goal strategies that people mm-hmm. can use. Um, but we're going to be talking about SMART goals today. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. So do you want to go through what that is? Yeah, so specifically a SMART goal, not to be redundant in the word choice, but the S in SMART is specific. So mm-hmm. when you're looking at setting a goal, an outcome that you want to achieve, it needs to have some specificity about it. Mm-hmm. So what, what are you looking to do? Right. Okay. Is it measurable? That's the M. There needs to be some type of accountability and measurability along the way. And the A is either attainable or I like the word attractive because you're going to do or implement or work through a goal that's attractive to you, that has some value to you. Mm-hmm. And the R is either realistic or relevant. Mm-hmm. And then the T is time based. So there needs to be some type of time frame for the expected outcome. 
So that's a really good explanation of SMART goals. And mm-hmm. I really do like the, uh, the idea of it being attractive. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not interested in it, then why even set the goal? Right. Right. Because like, okay, I know I need to lose five pounds. Well, why do I want to lose five pounds? And we'll talk about that, mm-hmm. you know, later. But mm-hmm. that's the, it, it has to mean something to you intrinsically. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That's the, right. the intrinsic. And it has to be relevant to your mm-hmm. life. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. that's where the realistic relevant comes in. So right. that's, that's really awesome. Sometimes when I set a goal, I feel like it's not challenging enough. Like it's something that I could really do easily. And there's a term for that. Oh, that's a check the box goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it's too why. easy. It is too easy, you know. That's so, just so you can cross it off your list. Right. I do that. So how do, we, that. how do we challenge ourselves? We do something. As a trainer. As a challenge yourself with stretch goals. Something that's going to push yourself a little further than the level of activity that you're already at or the level of implementation or whatever goal-related aspect of your life you're working toward, what are you doing right now that's in your comfort zone? So moving out of your comfort zone and pushing yourself to stretch makes it more challenging, more rewarding. Right. So I'm going to throw you a little curveball here. Okay, go for it. Is it possible to set a goal too high? Absolutely. Like for in, in lifting, I can mm-hmm. tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's certain levels of lifting that you're, you're presently achieving and you're looking to push yourself a little further, get a little stronger, you're going for some type of performance event or something that you're really working toward, you need to be time-based and be timely on reaching that point. And then you need to be realistic in the point that you're trying to reach. Mm-hmm. So what are some of our goals? Our goals. Our goals. So our goals are to focus on our business Mm -hmm. and to grow our business. The seeds have been planted. Mm -hmm. This is episode number 41 of the podcast Mm -hmm. that we are recording right now. So we have some goals of doing more speaking and more workshops. And those, and like I said, we'll be talking about that a little bit more, but that's our overall goal, right? right? And the strategies to get there, we'll be talking about later. Yeah, we you know. won't bore everybody with all Yeah, that. not yet. No. <laughs> no. We're kind Let's of just, dry. But right. <laughs> Let's just do it, right? Just we're do not it. in front of a microphone. We're kind no. of dry. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So this would be a good place to bring up, uh, you know, TTM. The trans-theoretical model of behavioral change, we have talked about that before in some of our other podcasts. Mm -hmm. Really, the steps totally relate to setting up and designing a goal achievement strategy, Mm -hmm. okay, or defining your process. Mm -hmm. And the first step is the pre-contemplation. So if we apply this back to like our business development, Mm -hmm. okay, well, we're beyond that, Mm -hmm. then contemplation... Mm-hmm. Okay, we thought through the process. We had a lot of meetings, figuring out what we're going to do. Preparation, we've done that. Action, and that's where we are. Mm-hmm. I mean, we totally become active in whatever piece of the process needs to come into play at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Okay, along your SMART goal spectrum. Right. right. So then, you know, nobody's perfect. There, I've, I've yet to find somebody who set out their entire goal achievement plan or the gap, I like to call it, 
And it was exactly the way they set it out. Yeah, no, of course not. I mean, everyone's everyone's plan, everyone's goal is more like hills and valleys, right? Yes. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's never a straight uh, a straight shot. No, and there's alternative paths and people you come across and different ideas and all that. And so there's a part of the trans theoretical model of behavioral change called relapse, right? in, in designing healthy eating plans or, or lifting goals or whatever, you hit something called a plateau. Yeah. That is totally normal. Right. But what happens is, is that when we hit that plateau, we just like to go back to how comfortable it was and how we were because that's comfortable to us, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And the, the thing is, is that when you're choosing a goal, it's very important to understand the goal and that you are pursuing, Right, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and not just like you know googling it or you know or anything like that, but research it, but then actually do it because I know that I can sit on the computer all day long on the Google machine, as my husband likes to call it, <laughs> and if I could be in a state of preparing my entire life, I. I yeah, that would be comfortable <laughs> to me. Really? Oh, seriously. Oh, that's right. You're a planner. I am. So I'm yes. working on that. Yeah. Oh, I'm a, I'm a planner, but I'm not an implementer. You're the implementer. So that's why we make such a good team. That's right. Exactly. Right. So it's not just good to just Google it or just. I mean, you need to understand what you're. You have to take that extra step. If you okay, you don't have to do anything, but if you want it to work. And if you want to get results, then you must implement it. Right. Right. I mean, that's the whole thing. And I think that's what the whole thing with, you know, with the SMART goals and the TTM, these are all just tools to help you implement what you really want. Mm -hmm. However, you have to know what you really want. Right. And that's, that is very difficult for so many people. Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I, I mean, I'm in my 50s, and I still don't know. <laughs> yeah, I want to be, up. what, a radio host, you yeah, know, which well, is kind of what I'm doing. Kind of what we're doing now. <laughs> kind of what we're doing now, right? When we create SMART goals and plan to achieve, um, you know, what needs to change? What mm-hmm. needs to change to feel more satisfied in yourself? Right. And, and with life and with others. Yeah. Because if you're satisfied, that will permeate into everything else in your life, right? Well, yes. Right. And and just and if you're miserable, that also will permeate right. into right. everything else. So that's where we can make choices, mm-hmm. and that's where those goals come in because they help focus you, right? I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And just you know, jumping back into like the the relapse part of the TTM too is is like you were saying. We need just working through that and finding out what needs to change. Why did we hit that relapse? Why did we hit that plateau? What needs to change to move it further so we do end up achieving our goal and even into like the maintenance stage or whatever we move toward? Right. And the the big term now that they use is pivot, right? (laughs) We have to pivot. I haven't heard that term in a long time, right? Yeah. Like in a couple of months. I know. But that's really what's happening is that if you come to a fork in the road, you have to pivot, you know, so yeah. yeah. 
So we work through those changes. We figure out how to get off that plateau and moving toward our our goal. So let's talk about the M, the M word, measurable. Maureen? Oh, (laughs) measurable. Yes, the other M word, measurable. We're going to be talking about me, but apparently not. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. We no, will it's fine. Point. It's fine. We'll talk about measurable. Okay. It's, it's really important that we set small goals and we set larger goals. Those smaller goals, though, are important because they really help us along the way, right? You chose your goal and you did it for the entire week. Well, okay, I'm going to go get my nails done. I would do that. You would not do that. I can't believe you don't like... Nails I don't done. Like and... people messing with me like that. <laughs> it's like so. Th- I probably just turned off half the world by saying that, but no, because I. Yeah, it's just therapeutic. You just sit there and they play the music, and I bet you like massages too. Oh, I love massages. Yeah. See. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, we're different. We're different. <laughs> so what would you do for a smaller goal? Because that's what I would do. What would you do to? To reward myself? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Would you take a bubble bath? Because that's a reward. I guess. Okay, forget that. <laughs> Probably go hit a bucket of balls. What's that mean? Golf balls. Oh, golfing. <laughs> so-, <laughs> so I just want to make sure I heard you correctly. You would go and hit... A bucket of balls. <laughs> yeah, golf balls. I'm glad you clarified that. <laughs> yes. Because I was thinking something else. So good. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's move on. So <clears throat> we have our smaller goals and our larger goals. But the thing is, is what about what what kind of goals are you making? You know, that's a that that's an important thing to really talk about because if you're making Goals that are extrinsic goals like fame and fortune and all these things, those really aren't linked, you know. But if you make intrinsic goals like, um, you know, things for that will make you happy and eventually the people around you happy, that those are the things that bring happiness and and that bring, you know, connection with others Mm -hmm. and connection with yourself. Oh, yeah, right. Like when I'm having a when I'm having a massage. It's almost like a meditation for me, you know? Well, you wouldn't know. I wouldn't know, no. but... But it's almost I like a meditation. It. And when you're, out, when you're out there hitting the balls... Oh, right, my gosh. Golf, it's, you get into a zone. I get into a zone, right? Yeah. 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 So I think that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. That just that focusing your mm-hmm. mind to, okay, peacefulness and joy yes. and happiness. Yes. Right? Yeah. And making choices, um, and these things help you make choices that are based on your values, right? Yeah, what's meaningful or attractive in your own life. Mm-hmm. And you know, and people people have different needs and aspirations and goals, right? Mm-hmm. Like happiness and joy and things. So, in the coaching world, we use this thing called the circle of life balance. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I it's a typically a circle as we said with intersections within it like like a pie. Like a pie. Yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um and those have different categories of our lives. So there might be a pie piece said that says 
family, joy, leisure, occupation, volunteering, joyfulness. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's all these finances, different... relationships. Fi- yeah, finances. Did you say relationships? No, I didn't. Okay. But, yeah. yeah, finances and relationships. Yeah. Uh, so there's all those pieces, right? And when we rank, fitness, fit, <laughs> right? Fitness. And nutrition. Yeah, we can't forget those. <laughs> yes, right. Oh yeah, there's a health piece in there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. Right. Health so, and wellness. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we look at this circle with and, you as a client. Right, right, mm-hmm. with you as a client. Mm-hmm. And then figure out where you rank these particular areas of your life as far as the emphasis you put on them. Right, like and, one through ten, mm-hmm. right? Like one how do you, like let's take, let's take uh, fitness for an mm-hmm. example. Excellent. Excellent, yeah, well, I don't even need to ask you on this one, but I'm going to ask you anyway. How do you feel about fitness, you know, one through ten? You should probably be asking me. You know, yeah. How do you feel about fitness? <laughs> right, thank you. Probably a four right now. So, so then the question. So then, what we do though is we talk to you about okay, how can we make that four closer to a five, closer mm-hmm. to a six, closer to a seven, closer, you know, closer to a ten? Will you achieve ten? Maybe, maybe not. But maybe we can inch our way to mm-hmm. that. Right, ten. Right, and that's where we talk about emphasis in our areas of life, mm-hmm. and this circle of life balance changes through the years, Mo. Right, I mean, and, right. As we grow older, and and also we get into not only the emphasis within our own life, but what's the level of satisfaction, right, of each area in your own life, right. And so you know, we take you where you are at, and then where, then we ask you the question. Where do you want to be? Right. Right? Right. Because we, we're, this, is the, this is the whole idea. We just want to become a better version of ourselves. Exactly. I mean, you know, no one's perfect. No. Um, and we're not comparing to other people. It's within no, ourselves. It's within ourselves. This is an intrinsic, intrinsic right, experience. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to take a little break. You're listening to BMI Redefined with Jen and Mo. Yes. We have been talking about defining what our goals are and how to redefine our goals. We're changing the trajectory of our story to fit what our current values are. When we come back, we will be talking about steps for overcoming self-limiting thoughts and self-sabotage behaviors. You are listening to BMI Redefined with Jen and Mo. Yay! Yay! Welcome back, everybody. So, finding passion. Whoa. Wow. It's a big... I feel like the turtle on Finding Nemo. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. Uh, Elizabeth Gilbert says, stay curious in your life with no expectation and no pressure. Follow your curiosity. See where it leads you. Let each day of your life unfold. Mm -hmm. Living in the present, right? Exactly. Yeah? Yep. Yes. And Steve Harvey talks about gifts and passions and all that. And and he says, your gift is what you do best with the least amount of effort. Well, what do you think about that? Yeah. I, I, I agree 100% on that. For me, it's my music and teaching. Don't you think your passions start when you're like just a little kid? And 
we, sometimes when we're adults, we forget to play. I mean, we're doing that right now. You yeah. and I are, we're back to our childhood. But I mean, doesn't this feel like playing to you? It's fun. Isn't it fun? It's yeah, fun. right. Exactly. And that's what it should be. When I was younger, when I was about, you know, three, four and five, I remember my mom and dad got me like a little tape recorder and I would sit in the dining room and I'll never forget in the wing back chair and I would just kind of like curl up in it. And I would just sing songs into the recorder. Oh. I know, right? That's so cute. And then I would stop the recorder and play it back. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I would continue it because I would be writing a song. And it would just be nonsensical, you know. But it was just so fun. <laughs> That's so neat. I know. And then and then what we would do is, um, and some of the neighbor, the neighborhood kids, <laughs> I would make them especially the ones across the street. I would make them do plays with me and musicals with me. And then we would bring our parents out and they would see us and they would hear the, we would have the music on the recorder and we would say, okay, parents, here we are. We're ready to give you a show. And we'd be dancing and singing and doing flips (laughs) in the yard, but it would always be outside. And it was just so much fun to be that creative. So what about you? Okay, well, so when I was around seven, um, we were living in California, and thank goodness we had had lots of friends on the street, and they wanted to learn. It was <laughs> so when I was even seven, my little neighbor across the street, Jackie, would want me to come over and teach her what I learned in school that day because she was like in preschool, and so. <laughs> So I would go over, and then, then like Rachel would come down the street, and some different mm-hmm. friends would come over, and I'd get my little chalkboard out, and I would be teaching them what I learned at school that day. Aww. And it was really fun. It was really fun. And and so the kind of the teaching thing, you know, mm-hmm. that teaching is what I am passionate about. And also, as a as a writer, as a published author, when I was in third grade, I wrote this little book about this little pig <laughs> and it had a it had a main character development it had a challenge that he needed to overcome mm-hmm. and then he overcame that challenge it had all the pieces mm-hmm. of a story and so it was just it was kind of neat apparently there was some some writing that I would be doing in the future, and it became I became very passionate about it. And and one other piece, my sister was studying banking and ultimately became a banker. And so when she would come home from college, I had set up my room like a bank, and I had a little <laughs> Whitman sampler box was my till, you know, right. my cash drawer and all that. Yeah. And I had little coins from coin collections and whatever I had laying around in there and I would make money or monopoly money then I had checks I had made everybody had a wallet oh they had my checks word. and they That's had to come funny. through my That's whole funny. bank right and conduct their transactions so we were just talking about our passions and how they have affected our lives I think that's how we can go back to our goals because our passions are intrinsic we we relate to those we love those. Those are a part of us, right? Right. And so I think we have to kind of look at that as our goals that, you know, don't give up on the first day. Don't, you know, self-sabotage yourself and say, you can't do this. Stick with it. If you mess up, then you pivot, you get right back on, right? Right. And you implement a strategy, a different strategy to help reach that goal. So what I think of as a smart goal for specific is, okay, I am going to go to the gym three times a week. 
Okay, let's be more specific. <laughs> specific. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'm going to go to the gym. Well, okay. So you're saying you're going to go to the gym. What's what's the expected outcome? What do you think? Maybe going to the gym is more of a strategy to achieve an outcome rather than that being the actual outcome or goal. Before our talk, yeah, I would think mm-hmm. that that was a, my goal. But right. since we've talked, no, that's definitely a strategy because I could easily tell myself I can be my own, you know, baloney. Yeah. <laughs> I want to use a different word, but I'm not going to. <laughs> but I can, you know, I can totally deceive myself and say, mm-hmm. okay, I'm Jenny and I made a pact. As my trainer, she said, okay, so you said you're going to go to the gym three days a week. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go to the gym three days a week. Mm -hmm. I can totally drive to the gym three days a week. I can step inside to the gym, take a nice old selfie or do whatever. Send it to me. Get a cup of coffee. (laughs) Talk to the receptionist. And I can say that I was at the gym and then leave. Right? That would, yeah. But what good is that doing anybody? It's not doing anybody good. No. Oh, 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 here's here's a here here's another one. I pay for a gym membership for three years and I go for about five times. Now, for me, the goal is, oh, well, I have a gym membership, and I could tell everybody I have a gym membership, and I'm not lying. But that's yeah. I, I that's hear not that. a goal. I hear that a lot. Right, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do. And so how can we make our goals more specific and have a positive outcome than thinking the strategy is the goal. For example, use going to the gym three times a week. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's a plan. That's an implementation of some type of process to achieve some type of expected or desired outcome. Mm-hmm. So if it's building muscle, if it's trimming, if it's getting ready for a triathlon or whatever we're trying to do, that's what you're gearing toward. That's the goal. Going to the gym is the implementation. As coaches, we would help help the person to have some type of plan or process for actually achieving with milestones or small rewards along the way to achieve the goal that they're ultimately going for. Right. So there's a plan. There's a and, strategy. And so a specific goal could be, I'm going to lose, I would like to lose 10 pounds in, I don't know, three months. Reasonable. Reasonable. And so that's the overall overarching goal. Mm -hmm. And the specific would be time, right, is Mm -hmm. three months. Right. Specific is that you want to lose 10 pounds. Mm -hmm. Measure the successes along the way, and it Mm -hmm. has an outcome measurement at the end. Right. It's attractive or attainable. For if you want to do that. Right. Relevant. Right. Exactly. If if that's what you want to do. And so then you have that SMART goal. And then you put the process in place to make that happen. Right. What goal do you want to make to help you become better? Right. A better version of A yourself. A better version of yourself, like yeah, we've said. exactly. Right. So there you go. Um, you know, and stay, stay mindful of your outcomes, kind of my thing. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah. And we're achieving that goal. So let's say we get through it, okay? We mm-hmm. oh, yeah. moved away from the self-sabotage and the self-limiting behaviors. We've, we've, lost, got, our, we've lost our 10 pounds. We've lost We're our there, 10 pounds. Right? We are there, honey. We are there. Right. So there's kind of like this natural high kind of thing, yeah. excitement, and you're like, yeah. oh my God, I 
achieve the goal right. and celebration or whatever you want to do. I'm mean, go get your nails done or whatever you right. people do. Now and that's then, all done. Now it's all done. Then what? Now what? Really, the most important thing is to have something else to look forward to and to do, right? You mean like a new goal? Like a new goal, okay. right? Duh. Perfect. <laughs> right? Yeah. So because as you said earlier, goals change. Well, would we have the same goal when we have turned 85? <laughs> right. Maybe. Maybe. I, I have a couple of friends not, who might do that. Right. But, but not likely. Probably not right? likely. Not likely. Because goals have, change as we right, move through life. Goals right. Goals change mm-hmm. as we go through life based on mm-hmm. either our circumstances. And that's okay. And so sometimes that's what's called, and it's not. A, it has a dis in it, but I don't want to make it a negative sounding term, but disengaging mm-hmm. with a goal mm-hmm. just means you know when that's not a goal that you're going to pursue anymore. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to move on to another goal. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, you have, because, you know, you're going to have different interests, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to have different circumstances, obviously. So what are some takeaways? I mean, what have we learned from this conversation? I've actually learned quite a lot. What about yeah, you? Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd say we've learned how to set... What, what we would say are good or fruitful goals? Yeah, good goals. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. goals that, that will get us to a place instead of just spinning our wheels, right? Yeah, and adding adding on to that, really pushing ourselves to mm-hmm. set smart and stretch goals mm-hmm. that are out of our comfort zones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because exactly. that's where the progress is going to happen. Right. And make sure that, that they're personally relevant to you. You know, make sure they're intrinsic. And they're tied to values. Right. Right. And then to celebrate the achievements along the way. I mean, there's joy in the journey, right? Yeah. Okay. I think that's a wrap. I think it is. Yeah. That was really fun. It's been fun. Now I'm going to go home and I am. I'm actually going to go back and get my journal out and really concentrate on one smart goal and really make sure if it can be really effective. Excellent. I know, right? I know. I know. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. Okay, so what do you think our topic for next week should be? Getting out of your head. Oh, no. So Jenny Allen wrote the most amazing book she about did. this. Yeah, yeah, she did. She really did. Mm-hmm. And getting out of your head, that is going to take a whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> Or two. <laughs> or two. Or two. We both get in our heads all the right? time. All the time. Yeah. All the time. Everybody, thank you so much for joining yeah, us. Thank oh, you. This has been fun. It has been fun. Do you want to close us out? Yes. Uh, we just thank you for joining us today for BMI Redefined with Jen and Mo. Yeah. So you guys have a great, awesome day, awesome week, and we will see you and hear from you next time. Yay. Bye, guys. Bye. If you have enjoyed us and you would like to hear more, please contact us at bmiredefined at gmail.com to schedule a consultation or to make an appointment for us to present at your next company meeting. We lead workshops, lunch and learn, seminars, and we are available as keynote speakers. We tailor our presentation to fit your exact needs.